The Push Project. People united for spina bifida and hydrocephalus. Created to bring people together and to amplify the voices, stories, and abilities of our SBNH community around the world. Peace for the people, both big and small. You is for the unity that gathers us all. S for spina bifida, H for hydrocephalus. Say the push to the world, never let them get the best of us. This episode is sponsored by the Knights of Columbus, local 1652, Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. All right, and welcome back to another episode of the Push Project podcast. We are in season four. Today, we've got a human by the name of Whitney Ford on the podcast. Whitney, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Thank you. Good. We've already started chatting so, so much, uh, even before... Before talking officially now, I'm super stoked to have you here. Uh, can you fill us in? Where are you from? Where do you call home? I am from Huntsville, Alabama. Cool. And cool. I still call that home. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite thing about Huntsville, Alabama? It's really quiet. Um, okay. It's not as slow as it used to be. And that's kind of a good thing. It's growing. You know, mm. um, but it still has that slow um, foundation, in my opinion. I love it. I love it. I uh, I might have to come down for a visit. That sounds like so nice. So nice. Um, might have yeah. to come on like a creative retreat and like just come down and and soak up the energy and do yeah. some do some writing in the quietness. Um, yeah. Love that. Um, now we're not here to talk about me. So I'll see you in Alabama someday, but you're an entrepreneur, correct? I am. Yeah. Love it. Can you tell us a bit about what it is that you do as an entrepreneur? Um, like we were talking about a bit before, I do kind of an array of different services. Yeah. I got started with entrepreneurship a couple of years ago. Um kind of finding my groove first um my original name i was going with was he is my crutch um cool um kind of a uh i'm really with play on words and things like that you mentioned writing and i've been writing since i was nine years old so i i love words yeah um so he's my crutch was kind of of course me having spina bifida and i use my wheelchair and I walk with forearm crutches and I'm also a believer. And so I was spreading the message of he, the, you know, yeah. the higher power of God is my crutch and not, you know, I'm not just, you know, the way people can see individuals that live with disabilities. Yeah. Um, mm. I ended up changing it to services by Whitney A. Ford. Okay. And that's my business name now. Yeah. I do professional resume writing. I'm an author. I do graphic design. I also do general editing, business yeah. plan write-ups, almost anything that has to do with writing. Cool. Cool. I love it. You uh, you kind of do it all. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're an author. Can you tell us a bit about your book? So I have... My ebook that I 
release for my 29th birthday this mm. past August. Yeah. And I have my book of poetry that I published in 2017. Okay. And it's called Sister, How Are You? Cool. Um, I always describe it. Um, a lot of them were sort of from a diary. Uh, it wasn't a diary, but I kind of kept a book of poems that I would write for mm -hmm. a span of years when I was a teenager, yeah. um, up until early adulthood, where I would kind of get my feelings out before I was diagnosed with clinical depression and um, yeah. generalized anxiety disorder in 2019, but this was before all that. Yeah. And his coping method was writing. I titled it Sister How Are You just because not even just for women, but of course I am a woman. So yeah. Yeah. We um have you ever just walked into a place and you're just like the the courtesy to say, Hey, how are you? But nobody's actually waiting to listen for the answer. Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. you can feel as though you're not going to say how you actually are because you know they're not really listening you know yeah. so i titled it that because of that idea mm -hmm. of not really listening to authentically not really authentically listening to how a person is and the damage that that can cause yeah yeah, yeah. um and my ebook that is called The Art of Pivoting, Navigating Through Life's Challenges. And that's what kind of where um, I'm also a certified mindset coach. Cool. I always leave something out when I list my services because they're just a lot. Um, yeah. So um, what I would say I teach is that the art of pivoting in this, in this day and age, I would say we kind of try to rush to the good part of things mm. and so because the word pivoting is kind of like making the turns and you know getting through things yeah and we there's an art to it it's not just getting through it and i think that's what we a lot of people do now you know mm. we just we get through it without um spending, figuring out why we didn't ask ourselves the questions mm -hmm. and so in that book i that ebook i go over some of my own experiences um my realizations in like i mentioned the time before i was officially diagnosed with mental health you know struggles and how i kind of knew something was there but didn't take the time to do anything about it for some time until I was forced to. Yeah. Um a lot of different of my own experiences and some coping methods is yeah. in that book. And you yeah. can find those on my website. Mm. And we we can we can tag that in the liner notes below what which we'll do. Um uh can can I ask Whitney Speaking of challenges and the art of pivoting um, and kind of leaning into um, that physical and mental health, can you explain to us 
a bit more about what you mean um, um, by navigating the balance between those two things and uh, some of the ways that you've worked to navigate or improve that balance. What I mean by that is, and I and I use the word intersection a lot. Um, mm. Actually, when I when I published was in May of 2017. Mm. In April 2017, I was crowned Miss Wheelchair Alabama 2017. Wow, cool. And so from there, I needed to raise the funds to go to the national pageant. And that was when I published Sister, How Are You? Um, and even from that experience, what I learned is there is a mental side or effect to physical things. Um, even in having the same diagnoses and things that are like um take things differently and um what i was getting at with that um i kind of sidetracked a little <laughs> um, that's okay that's all good my that's platform okay. as miss wheelchair was interdependence and um intersectionality cool and For me, living with my disability, I would say that it's not really um, grasped. Um, I don't think that's the word I'm looking for, but that's the word I have. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. That growing up with my disability had a mental effect. Mm. And I love that with A Song of City, you're bringing together all these people of different regions that live with spina bifida because though it's not like as rare as some may think or even i originally thought i didn't grow up around a lot of individuals who were very similar to me in that respect yeah and that had a lot of effect on my mental health not and it just making me sad kind of a way, but probably uber independent, um, not complaining in a kind of toxic way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and even for individuals who don't have that same story, who might not even have a physical disability. Whitney, we, <clears throat> here on the podcast, whether you do or don't already know this, but here on the podcast, we like uh, to talk a lot about goals and abilities and all of the incredible things uh, that humans across our community are doing, uh, like yourself, who does everything <laughs> from writing to design to edit uh, everything. Um, and I, I'll say it again on the record. I look forward to the day where we can work with you more because, um, that is, that is truly also one of the things that, that we're trying to do in, in 
as many different ways as we can is a to create space for um the incredible things that folks across our community are already doing um yes. and then b number two to figure out how we can work together to to do that because i i do think yeah. when when we can all team up and you know you're doing your thing in alabama i'm doing my thing in niagara falls the other two song and city team members ina and diva are doing their their thing in stockholm sweden but we can all find ways, especially yeah. today, to yeah. be, be able to come into this space and serve our greater community, even though we're in different places, which is, I think, yeah. one of the coolest things about the world today. Um, on the topic of all of those things, in the pre-process of setting up uh, today you had said that one of your biggest dreams and or goals, and I quote, would be just to be able to exhale after all of the work is done toward the life or lifestyle I want to build for myself, which I thought was just like so philosophical. And, and <laughs> I, I, I think in that statement, I thought she's got to be some sort of artist. She's got to be. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to know, Whitney, if you were to close your eyes and envision the life or lifestyle that you want to build for yourself, what would it be? Some of the short-term goals that that entails would be, uh, I'm not driving right now. Yeah. Um, I am working on it. Mm. So that's a big thing for me. Yeah. I want to have a family and Weird enough, or maybe it's not weird, I don't know. Mm. But since I was a child myself, I've known that I want to adopt. Cool. So um, I'm wanting myself to create the space for those children to, mm. you know, be in my care. Um, and I'm slowly checking off those things. Um, yeah. Getting yeah. the ball rolling with the driving, um, having that home for them. Yeah. right now i'm in an apartment yeah. so just kind of small things that will come together and make big things um i am also going for my bachelor's degree cool in january sure. cool for what what in in what i originally had it under business but yeah. i made my um what are the people called that help you <laughs> the um advisor yeah yeah. Decided that I would do a, um, is it like personalized? I have yeah. it written down. Yeah. Like a yeah. personalized totally. degree. Totally. Totally. Which is really cool. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, love that. I, I'm stoked to continue to hear how it's, how it's going. Um, that, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Really, really cool. Um, I, uh, can I just for a second there, come back to the goal for actually two things. First of all, you mentioned okay. small goals to drive big results. That's not verbatim what you said, but I love that mm -hmm. idea because I'm a big visionary. I've always had big goals and it's taken me a long time to learn that, um, big goals don't just happen. Sometimes I know for me, there's been over the years, like a lot of skills that I needed to develop to mm -hmm. 
to get to a point where I can start to be in a position where I'm actually able to achieve those big goals that I've, I've got. Um, and, uh, and that's taken small, that's taken small little things, small little growth and the work's not done. I'm still, I'm still, you know, uh, I hope the work's never done because I'm, I, I'm so passionate about the idea that we're never done growing. Um, even, even when we're old and gray, I think there's always Mm -hmm. something to teach and there's always something to learn. Um, I just, I I think that's, I think that's awesome. Um, and And, yeah, sorry. And I think that's something to go back to what you were asking me about. How have I, you know, developed certain, basically the art of pivoting. And that's one of the things because with me having, um, generalized anxiety, Mm. I get pretty, um, fixed on things yeah and like you said realizing that big goals don't just happen Mm. so i've learned to see it that way and to just kind of keep my little notes okay i'm getting this done today Mm. and check them off and to to give myself that you did get something done today you didn't do the big thing but what you did do is going to go towards the big thing yeah okay and I, I think that. that in line I with that. what I was saying about how we try, we, we try to skip past things, yeah. something that I've been saying a lot and probably the last couple of interviews is one of the reasons, one of the, yeah, one of the reasons or half the battle of facing adversity mm. is to actually face the adversity. Yeah. And yes. sometimes we don't do that. We want to just skip it. Heck yes. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Um, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um you you had mentioned, sorry, there there's a couple of things that uh, I actually want to come back to as well. First of all, in and around the conversation of intersectionality. For anybody listening here today, can you explain to our viewership what that even means? What is intersectionality? So I'm not even going to go to the the dictionary definition. Yeah. I'm going to go to how I think of it. Yeah. Even on street, we have intersections. Yeah. We have, you can go to the street from this side, or you can get to it from that side. Yeah. But in the middle, there's where it meets. Yeah. So that happens in life as well. Mm. You could take myself and another woman who lives with spina bifida we intersect with spina bifida Mm. but she may have children or and i'm you know in alabama she's in somewhere else but us having that in common Mm. that's intersection heck yes heck yes yeah um and i i you know I, I love actually, I love that intersectionality comes up in your work, comes up in your dialogue. And I, I think the idea of intersectionality is really an important topic for people to understand. I often think about it through the lens of of privilege. And I'm yeah. somebody that is very privileged in a lot of different ways. 
Um, and uh, we, we won't necessarily get into all the layers of, of privilege, but mm -hmm. um, which we could. And that, that's for another conversation, maybe. But um, um, I often think about the intersectionality of I live with spina bifida occulta and hydrocephalus. So I live with a brain condition. I live with a spinal cord condition. While at the same time, I am able-bodied. Um, mm -hmm. While at the same time, I am this or I am that. So mm -hmm. for all that privilege, I still do live with a learning disability. So those two mm -hmm. things, that, that privilege and that disability intersect. And they, they, it's not one or the other. They intersect. And they create this this interesting yeah. narrative and yin yeah. and yang kind of thing. And, um, and that's one of the things I talk about a lot living with a disability and excluding that, you know, part of myself. Mm -hmm. I when I'm writing or um sometimes interviewing, one of the ways I refer to myself is as prime minority because yeah. living with disability and of course I'm I'm an African American person mm -hmm. and I'm a woman. Yeah. Um yeah. So things like that intersect and me coming to the realization of my mental health. Yeah. I wasn't allowing myself to, uh, to allow my parts of myself to meet, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because yeah. I was just trying to keep them separate. Mm. With, okay. I'm I'm hurting here, but it has nothing to do with what I'm dealing with physically, and it has everything to. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Whitney, Whitney, Whitney! Holy moly! There's so much more to talk about here. Um, gonna have to have you back in a community conversation or something of that nature because there's so much more to talk about here. Um, but as we do come to a close today, uh, just for today. I did want to, I, I want to ask one more thing, if it's okay. okay. Um, and that is one piece of advice that you'd give to somebody across our spina bifida and or hydrocephalus community who struggles with anything to do with, with mental, physical health, well-being, or since we are talking a lot about it, the, the things about themselves that do intersect. Going back to one of the quotes I just said, part of or the first thing in facing adversity is to face it. Yeah. Give yourself permission to have those things intersecting, mm. to give yourself that permission to have those things that are intersecting and to have whatever you're feeling be validated by your by yourself it can't be validated by a professional if you don't acknowledge that it exists if you don't acknowledge that things intersect then you can't put up certain boundaries or um organize your life in a way that works with those things so i would say the first thing is to acknowledge it and sit with it and say hey this is what's happening mm. and it's okay um one mm. practice i try to help people with is to have your feelings and and, and not judge them just 
acknowledge the feeling that it's there and also that feelings are visitors mm. meaning when Ooh. someone comes to your house they come like for example thanksgiving yeah they're coming to enjoy their family have a nice meal and that's the function of their visit afterwards wow. they'll give you a nice hug tell you they love you and then they'll move on but if you don't acknowledge why they're there, you're prolonging a visit. So if you don't acknowledge why you're hurting, why you're angry, why you're upset, why you're feeling lonely, you're prolonging that feeling staying with you. Wow. You just blew my mind. You just yeah. blew my mind with feelings are visitors. That's that is that's gonna live with me forever that statement um that will live rent free in my brain <laughs> forever that that's awesome um whitney thank you so so much um thank so, you so so much for coming on for doing the work that you do um i do i mean it when i say i feel like i say it a lot and i mean it every time it's just always figuring out how. Um, but I can't wait to have you onto a community conversation and to to continue to find ways to collaborate more so that you in Alabama and me here in Niagara Falls and the team over there in Sweden and wherever else somebody is in the world can continue to just find ways to meet each other, to intersect where yes. we're at um because at the end of the day regardless i think anyways regardless of where we are i'm always asking myself globally what's the goal here uh, if we broke it all down simplified everything what's the ultimate goal and that is to be the change that we want to see to empower our spina bifida and hydrocephalus community in all the different ways that we possibly can and I don't think through that lens, I don't think geography really matters. I think we can continue to do the work that we do in our pockets of the world and find ways to make all of that work even bigger, um, which I, love to. I shamelessly believe in. <laughs> Anyways, Whitney, thank you so, so much. And we'll see you again soon. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Take care. See you. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, please don't hesitate to like and subscribe. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you'd like to be a featured guest, please email us at a song of city at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and thank you for being a part of the push. We'll see you next week.